0: Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com, for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag hog football Chat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. Before we even kick off the podcast, I want to just remind everyone to go like, subscribe, and keep up with these weekly episodes. If you like what you hear, spread the word so more coaches can tune in for our weekly podcasts. All right, here we go. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of the Hog Football Podcast. I am super excited today to have Coach Charlie Skolaski with me. Coach Skolaski is is currently the offensive coordinator at the Apprentice School, uh, where he's helped the team win 15 games over the last two years, averaging over 36 points per game. Prior to uh, his title at the Apprentice School, he's had coaching stops at Charleston Southern, Gettysburg College, and Liberty University. Coach, how's it going?
1: Going good, man. Crazy times right now, but but I'm blessed. Can't complain.
0: They are indeed crazy times. Glad to hear you're doing well, even with your uh, dinosaur of a computer over there. So, um, you know, first things first, kind of the question I jump off with everybody, you've been to a few places. How, how important has the, uh, the offensive line been to the success at, your, um, at your, your, your school now and the schools you've been to before?
1: Well, I know you are the hog football chat guru, the guy. So I know deep down, you know, you're setting this question up. Oh, totally. Success because any any coach that's worth anything knows that, that you win the game in the trenches, whether you're an offensive guy or a defensive guy. And um, every place that, that I've been where we've had any success, we, we've been pretty good up front talent-wise and pretty well coached up front. Um, so obviously, yeah, offensive line, I mean, it makes the whole thing go. Um, everybody gets excited when you got a good quarterback or a special running back, but Nobody knows whether you have a good quarterback or a good running back if you got a bad O line. So right. that, without, without a doubt, that's the straw that stirs the drink. Um, that's the thing that makes the whole thing go.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. I, I, I've got a. There will be somebody at some point that will mention a great team they've had without with a, a below average offensive line. I bet. So it's it's happened before. I'm sure. It's just not very often. So that was that was a bit of a softball. I will agree for that one. <laughs> Um, so my first question kind of, I wanted to talk to you a little bit sort of about recruiting and, and, and how it's going on these days and kind of how you, you've adapted and had to adapt and change your ways. So, you know, being, being at your prior stops at Charleston, Southern Gettysburg, and Liberty, kind of how, how, how would you define your, your recruiting style and, and how did you best recruit um, student athletes?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. You know, the big thing you mentioned is, is recruiting style. And I think for young guys that are getting in trying to figure it out, that's something you got to be able to do it within your style. Um, Kids can tell if you're being phony, you know, there's, there's no Mm -hmm. uh, recruiting reading off a script, right? You gotta, you gotta be your own guy. You gotta forge that relationship. Um, and, And that's the name of the game is relationships. And, and I think, Kids are a lot more perceptive than people want to give them credit for. Um, they, they know how you feel about your situation. They know how you feel about the staff when you're talking about them. Mm-hmm. So, so a big part is, and you got to believe what you're selling. You got to be bought into it um, and, and be committed to where you're at. Because if you're not, kids can tell um, and then I think you just got to be honest with them. And I know every, every coach says they're honest with kids. No one – oh, yeah, I love lying to kids. No, no coach is going to say <laughs> that. But the, the kids can tell. And, uh, you know, you get – sometimes as an assistant, you, you get put in some tough situations. Right. Um, and I think uh, that's, that's probably the toughest part of recruiting is when either you really believe in a kid um, and, and you don't really get to recruit them as hard as you want to. Or sometimes, coach, it, it can be vice versa. Sometimes the coordinator tells you to go get a guy and, and maybe he, you don't think he's the best guy from your area. Right. Um, th- those can be some of the tough times where you, I, I hate to say you got to be disingenuous, but you, you got to do your job and, and sell what the, what the program is telling you to sell or maybe back off of a guy that you really like. So um, there is some nuance to it, but Overall, like if I had to say one thing, man, just be honest with them, let them know where you stand, let them know where they stand on your board and all that good stuff. And and the rest kind of takes care of itself. My, my biggest thing is, man, we're going to get the kids we're supposed to get. Um, so don't, don't stress about it. Uh, don't, don't feel like you got to sell a kid a dream that's not achievable. Um, just be honest and forthright and kids appreciate that.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. You know, one of the, one of the things I always talk about to to kids and to even coaches is that these these kids and you hit the nail on the head. These kids can kind of smell smell horse crap from from a long distance away, and and they know, you know, a lot of these guys are smart enough to know a phony when they see one. And, and it's it's I've I've definitely found in my experience recruiting that it's 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 so much easier just to be honest and open with these guys than try to be a, you know, a, a used car salesman, so to speak.
1: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah.
0: So now kind of transitioning from there, obviously with your, your current position at the apprentice school, um, and, and you can take some time here after this question to kind of explain your, how you guys are different. How have you had to tailor your recruiting to, to fit the apprentice school?
1: Yeah, and I, I will definitely explain it because it's unique. Fortunately, I've, I got to be with a guy in Jamie Chadwell at Charleston Southern who kind of taught me the idea of niche recruiting. Okay. And the philosophy of niche recruiting is, you know, if, if, we're, if we're trying to run the same kind of offense, the same style of defense as the best team in our league, and we're recruiting the same kids as the best team in our league, how are we ever gonna out recruit them and beat them? It's like a team in the SEC trying to out recruit Alabama for a power back or a, a three-four Mike linebacker. Like, right. You're never gonna when you're never gonna out Alabama, Alabama. Uh, <laughs> so niche recruiting is kind of a thing that, that I've always kind of kept in the back of my mind for schools that you know obviously in Alabama you go get whoever you want. Right. Um, other places you know there's there's haves and have-nots and the reality of college football is there's a lot more have-nots than haves. Um, and so niche recruiting, it's a big part of what we do. Now, uh, demographic-wise, uh, academic-wise, what we recruited apprentice school is a whole other level of that. So right. the apprentice school is, is without a doubt, it's the most unique school in the country. I don't really think there's anybody that can claim that title over us. Well, our school is owned by, by a Fortune 500 company, a company called Huntington Ingalls. They're number seven on the Fortune 500 list. And the way they make all their money is, we have the sole uh, licensing to build every aircraft carrier and nuclear powered submarine for the US Navy. Um, So the question is, why in the world is there a school and a football team there? Um, What the way it all kind of came to fruition, actually 100 years ago, the school started in 1919 and they actually had football from 1919 all the way to today. What was happening was, you know, when you're building these enormous boats and these nuclear submarines and all the intricacies of that, there's there's a lot of uh, things you need. And one of the biggest things is engineers. Mm-hmm. Well, when they first started uh, the company, they were going out and they were hiring the best and the brightest engineers they could find from all these schools that tout being great engineering schools, but what they were finding is those guys knew how to engineer buildings, they knew how to engineer cars, they had no idea how to apply what they've learned engineering-wise to boats and submarines. So instead of going out and hiring these other engineers and these other businessmen that didn't really know the trades and, and all the things that went into building ships, they said, shoot, let's just start our own school, let's educate our own future employees Um, And that's what they started doing. So what really makes the school unique, though, is every single one of our students that gets accepted into the apprentice school comes 100% tuition free. They pay no educational costs, no tuition, no books, no fees. We don't even have a financial aid office. You couldn't pay us if you wanted to. On top of that, our guys actually get paid. So our young men are what we call on the clock from 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. every day. That that includes the days that they go to class. So our guys go to class on average two days a week, and then they're doing their training on the shipyard the other three days. When they're in the classroom, it's kind of a hybrid blended learning. You know, they're taking a lot of traditional college courses. They're taking their college-level math, college-level English, all that good stuff, but then they're also taking classes like theory of hull construction that isn't taught <laughs> anywhere else in the world. Right. Um, so stuff that pertains to what we're doing. And then when they are in their, in their shops down in the shipyard, it's still really a form of education, but now instead of holding a pen and a pencil and writing in a notebook, they're holding these tools and they're, they are learning one of the 19 different trades that go into building these boats and submarines. So Those guys are paid hourly for all those hours, comes out to 40 hours a week, just like the regular working population. We're just 7 to 3.30 instead of 9 to 5. Uh, Our guys, our freshmen in this year's class, the 2020 class, come in making about $18 an hour. it will come out to about $32,000 their freshman year. And with the scheduled raises and bonuses and all that, our guys make about $65,000 their senior year.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy. I know you and I have had this conversation before and I know, um, you know, you've explained it to me a couple of times. That's still, that's kind of, that's jaw dropping to me that, that, that that's not, that, not that, you know, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this, not that it's going on because it's not like you guys are breaking any rules or anything, but it's just crazy that that is, um, that's part of your norm, you know?
1: Yeah, and that's, that's why I feel confident when I walk into places saying we're the most unique school in the world because there's, there's no one else that can offer you that. And then the real beauty of it, especially when you look at kind of what we're going on in right now, right, this economic turbulence and people are getting laid off left and right. Every single kid that finishes our program is guaranteed a job with Huntington Ingalls which is number seven on the Fortune 500. So, you know, there's a lot of great schools out there with a lot of great placement percentages. We are absolutely the only one that has a 100% placement with a Fortune 500 company. And Uh our our kids are working right now. You know, I'm I'm sitting at home because, you know, football, I love football. Football's great, but the the big buzzword right now is essential, right? Uh I'm I'm sitting at home because football's not essential right now. Our country's got a lot going on. Our kids that are down there building those boats and submarines for our national defense, you bet your butt that's essential. And they are down there doing that and, and reaping the benefits because they're getting paid.
0: Right. Right. Wow. So so kind of going back to the, the first part of this, how, how have you guys had to sort of, you know, you especially, how have you had to sort of tailor your recruiting now? You know, how do you, other than just throwing that kind of dollar amount out to those guys, how have you had to sort of change your recruiting to get, to get, your kids to come to the apprentice school.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you know, obviously the financial piece is great and all that, but um, there, this company and this school is looking for some pretty bright guys. You know, that's that's a tremendous opportunity. They're not just handing out to anybody. So mm-hmm. um, we gotta evaluate every single transcript individually. Kind of what's what's unique about our place um, is we don't have a, a minimum GPA or anything like that because we got to evaluate and make sure, man, is this guy going to be able to get the job done here? Because, right. you know, every school cares about retention. Every school wants their guys to, to come in and make it. But at our place, like it's a dollars and cents thing when it comes to retention. So uh, we, we evaluate the transcript individually based on kind of what become almost for lack of a better term, the apprentice school core classes. Um, and that's going to be your maths and sciences um, but you do take a look at your 11th and 12th grade English. And then what we do is we kind of ball that all up and we create what we call our academic assessment score. So we kind of give guys their own little score that just applies here at the apprentice school. And it's been amazing because I've seen kids, you know, they may have a two seven GPA, but man, they were great in math and they took welding in high school and they took an extra math class their senior year. So their AA is super high. Right may get another kid that's got a three-five GPA done a really good job but you know he took the bare minimum math classes instead of taking a shop class as an elective he took art class and and now he's he's kind of on the bubble for us so it's it's kind of tough conversation sometimes so um, we do like we do uh, reach out to kind of tech schools and things like mm-hmm. that programs that we know they do offer some of those shop classes and have some guys in there but really you know engineering is a really um hot thing right now amongst kids a lot of kids think they want to be engineers right Um, a lot of them couldn't tell you what an engineer does um, but a lot of them (laughs) want to be engineers and so that's that's a good good selling point for us now they find out really quick at our place what an engineer is and they realize it's not the guy that drives a train and um, figure out that maybe they want to do something else but for the kids that really are kind of locked in, have their head square on the shoulders and want to be engineers, what what better situation than not only a place where you can get your engineering degree and all that, but you're gonna get four years of practical experience, then you are going to get a job in engineering when you graduate. Right. Uh, So we we target a lot of those kids. Um, but then honestly the financial piece is is a big part of it too. Um, We have we have some really talented kids on our team right now that you know they they got recruited by some FCS schools, maybe some D two schools, and and even offered some money. But there's some of these schools out here that they may offer you half scholarship. Well, their school costs seventy thousand dollars. Yeah. So they're giving you thirty five, but you got to come up with the other thirty five. Um, and so we've had some guys say, Well, shoot, coach, if I got to pay thirty five there. I might as well come play for you and make thirty five. Um, so. We, it's a different mindset of kids. I think that's the biggest thing we have to identify is kids with a different mindset that are kind of future focused, have right. things they want to get done. The real beauty that we've kind of discovered in the last couple of years is you can come to the apprentice school and be successful leaving the apprentice school, even if you're not interested in building boats for the rest of your life. So we have guys that, that do a lot of different things out of our program. So there's 19 different trades that go into it. Some of the big ones are welding, electrician, uh, HVAC, like heating and air conditioning, all that stuff. Well, shoot, if you come here and you get in the HVAC program and you learn how to do that, you've got a job for the rest of your life, whether it's on the shipyard or not. Because people are going to, they make that call quick when their heating and air conditioning goes out. That's not something people play around with. So if you learn these skills, these trades, you're really recession proof employable and we're seeing it. It's happening right now in America. So these guys, these guys are going to have jobs regardless of what happens. Cause these are essential things that people can't live without.
0: Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's the, you're gonna, yeah, it's going to be a different, you know, kind of like you said, the, the the kids that are coming to your school are they've got to have a different sort of mindset and they've got to truly, truly be that, you know, I always kind of say, tell, tell kids we're trying to recruit student athletes that, and we stress the student part first. That's, I mean, that's, you guys are recruiting like student student athletes. You got to really, really double stress it. So that's, 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 um, that's got to be, I don't want to say tough, but it's, it's a different kind of kid, I'm sure.
1: Oh yeah, it's, it, you can say tough because it is. And, and really <laughs> kind of the tag here is employee student athlete. Um, yeah. Because when you come our place and and we don't sugarcoat it because like I said we try to be honest because there's no point in tricking a kid into coming to your school. You are an employee first here and that's gonna always take precedence because of because of the importance of what our company does. You know we're not we're not just a company that's out here trying to turn a profit. Like we are one of the first steps in our country's national defense. Um, So in that way I mean kind of the same kind of kids that consider the military academies in a lot of cases are some of the kids we, we get in conversations with. And, um, you know, it's it's a unique kid that, um, you know, a lot of guys have dreams maybe of, of continuing to play after college. And and that is a great dream to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is the 1% of 1% of 1%. And, and so a lot of the guys that come to our place are really mature kids that kind of realize, you know, I'm probably not going to play in the NFL. I'm probably not going to play – in the XFL. Right. How how am I going to make money when I graduate? Um, How am I going to, how can I avoid going into student debt and all this loan debt that everybody talks about? Um, So, so, I mean, the dollars and cents of it, it's, it's a strong, strong recruiting pitch. um, But we don't sure could, it's hard here too, man. It's hard to recruit and it's hard for guys once they get here. Right. You're to get your butt up and go to work and and really kind of be a man from your first day on campus so um, it's it's unique but you know what there are so many good players all across america there there's enough you just got to have a coaching staff that's that's willing to do the work to find them and and we've been really fortunate we got a great recruiting coordinator our offensive line coach Elton Brown man that guy is digging I'm telling you they're I in mean, this <laughs> lockdown thing he's probably watching a 100 kids a day yeah head coach is passionate about recruiting and really empowers us like hey if you guys like him I like him um gives us the freedom and the go ahead and then man our defensive coordinator Vince Brown that dude could sell ice to an Eskimo man he's (laughs) slick talking smooth son of a gun um and and he's we joke around he's kind of the closer so I mean we we got a good crew that that does a good job and really kind of the biggest thing, kind of like we mentioned before, man, we're all rowing the boat in the same direction. Right. Like kids, when they when they come on campus, when they talk to one of us on Twitter, and then get a phone call from somebody else, they see that and they hear that, and, and I think that's been a big part of our success.
0: That's awesome. that you know, I can just, I can kind of hear just kind of the the passion you've got just just listening to you talk about it. So that's that's pretty impressive. That's awesome. Um, Well, coach, I got, I got one more question for you. Then we're going to kind of wrap things up. And again, this is a question I ask of everybody. Uh, You've been, you've been around for a long enough time and you're obviously a big fan of the game of football. if you, if you could, could kind of create your offensive line Mount Rushmore um, who would be on it?
1: Oh, wow. That's awesome. Um, You know, tackle wise, you love those, those big, big body athletic guys Think left tackle. Probably have to go with Orlando Pace. Man, just what okay. a genetic specimen yep. that guy is. Man, just a freak. Um, left guard. This is a no-brainer. Easiest question you could ever ask me all day. One of the greatest left guards of all time. Seven-five-seven legend. UVA Hall of Famer Elton Brown. Oh boy! Going, all right. Okay. Hold down my left guard right there. The dancing bear. Um, <laughs> center. You know a guy that. He's a football mind. I know he's a buddy of yours too, man. Kevin Mawai, one of the all-time greats.
0: Yep. Yep. Gotta
1: go with him at center. Um my right guard. Let's see. Who can I who can I pull out here? Um I got another, another really athletic guy. I like the athletic guards. I'm gonna go with Kyle Long. Kyle oh, Long very Chicago good. Bears. Kyle Long and I actually played against each other a long, long time ago. Um, he, he was a little bit better than me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Kyle Long, really athletic dude. was a good pitcher as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was. Put him there at right guard. And then right tackle, you know, like I said, the big long guys. This guy got a little military background. I'm going to go with Alex Villanueva.
0: Oh, nice. Very nice.
1: nine former Pittsburgh Steelers tackle. Former wide receiver. Former water too, That's right, big old yeah. athlete. So a really, really athletic offensive line. We can move. Maybe we can run a little veer even.
0: Nice. I, I like it. And you've got and you've got the tackles where you can run some uh, some tackle eligible down at the goal line too. So I like it.
1: Oh no doubt. No yeah. Doubt.
0: Very good. All right, coach. Well, um, I'm going to let you kind of drop your Twitter handle and any other information you got, and then we're going to sort of wrap things up here. So uh, go ahead and do that, and then uh, and then we'll finish up.
1: Yes, sir. I, I try and keep it simple. Just Coach Skolaski The last name is the only hard part. It's S-K-A-L-A-S-K-I. Uh, really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you, Coach. Look forward to doing it again soon.
0: Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming up and uh, stay safe.
1: All right, brother. You too.
0: All right. Thanks again for everyone listening and remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of hog football podcast episodes. We want to thank everybody for their continued support and be on the lookout for our hog football chat series and. Of- from Twitter, on our website, HallFootballChat.net, You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome conversations from the chat and the podcast.